Trash. Trash. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is none other than the reggae band from Coachella, California, Mosaic. Mosaic is a fantastic reggae band. They have worked with Ian Young, formerly of Tribal Seeds, currently of Ian Young and the Imperial Sound. Uh, I, I really dig what these guys are doing, and I really dig the production. I mean, Ian is just a master at what he does, and it, it definitely comes through on what these guys do. So go and check out their latest single, I Love. Go check it out. The link is in the show notes. Go give it a listen. Go give it a stream. Go buy it. Go, go do something with your life and check out Mosaic. Mosaic will be coming up here shortly, but first, I do want to address... I do apologize about the quality of this intro. My interfaces are being held captive in the, the studio, which is being occupied by my wife. So I can't just barge in and get it. And I have to get this shit done. So I do apologize, everybody. I will have better sound uh, eventually. But anyways, go over to reinamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com and go check out her latest single, Ready, Set, Go. We're also going to be releasing on Thanksgiving Day in America, whatever day that is, I think it's the 27th or something. I don't know what day it is, but whatever Thanksgiving is, the new family band album that we've been working on, and mostly my wife and my son, but we are calling the band Friendly July. It's going to be, uh, the album is going to be Pumpkins, and it's has it's a kid's album. It's the first time I've ever been involved with a kid's album, so I'm pretty excited, and it's pr- going to be awesome. Go check it out. I'll definitely be dropping links once it's live, but just know that Friendly July has a release coming out, and I'll keep you guys up to date when that drops. Um, also, Reyna is on Twitch, and she streams on Twitch four days a week, Mondays through Thursdays. 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go get yourself some Rain Mystique. You can also find We Speak English Good on Twitch. We stream Mondays and Fridays, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sometimes we even stream on weekends. But it's been a while. We haven't really streamed on a weekend in a bit. Uh, Anyways, go check us out. Twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. Come and see what everyone's been talking about. Come be a part of the conversation. Come be that 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 voiceless name in the chat where we talk and talk and talk and talk. When I say voiceless, I don't mean like you're not going to be heard. I'm saying like, uh, you know, we're typing, so there's no voices involved. But we have a conversation through text. So, I okay, I'm not going to explain Twitch to you guys. Go and come and hang out on Twitch. It's a good time. I guarantee you'll leave with a smile on your face. Smile's not a guarantee. If you want to help the show, 
monetarily, go check out our Threadless store at wespeakenglishgood.threadless.com. Go check out our t-shirts and uh, coffee mugs and all that good shit. Go, go support the show and get yourself some swag. You can also go check out the the latest music we got. I'm going to be releasing a new song coming up here in the next month or so. Everything's in. We got all the vocal parts. I just need to mix this shit. And oh my God, it's been kind of crazy. So we have a new song coming out, but the Spotify link is in the show notes. I also put together a link tree. So if you guys want to click on the link tree link down there, it's totally fine. You can also like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Discord, all of it. We're all there. Go follow. The links are in the show notes. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, follow us on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcast. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube and Twitch. Go out there and be somebody. You can also leave a review. Now, this is a completely free thing to do. You can just leave a review for us, and it definitely helps us. And we'll read the written review on air. Uh, what else we got? You can write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. I'm trying to think what else we got going on, but I think that's about it. Um, oh yes, Raina and, my, Raina and I will be doing a, uh, we do a show, a weekly show on the new streaming app called Famera, F-A-M-E-R. It is only available in the iTunes app store, so go and check it out. It's just for Apple users for now. Uh, but it's a new app and, uh, we are so proud to be doing the pop culture pop-off. That's right. Every week we will be covering, uh, stuff like, you know, the, the, the World tragedy or free Britney. Cause that's, you know, Britney's free now. So come on through. It's all surface level celebrity garbage gobbly goo. So come and get some. I'm having a good time with it. Raina's having a good time with it. And uh, it seems like the people checking in are having a good time with it too. So everybody go check it out from Mara. Links are in the show notes. Okay, that's it. Let's jump on over to Mosaic. Um, they are just a, a great couple of dudes. Uh, I think coming up on Friday, we have, come on, Mike, you can do this. Carreo, Carreo, Carreo. I think that's how you say it. They are an awesome reggae uh, couple. They're a husband and wife duo that, that do band, but they do reggae. And uh, they're great. They're fantastic. And their podcast will be dropping this Friday. So check in. Sorry I'm yawning during the intro. I'm so tired. My son kept me very awake last night. So, you know, you got to deal with this. Uh, again, my apologies for the quality up front here. It doesn't sound great. My mics are being held captive, but that's all right. It's not a bad thing. It's just I don't have time to wait. All right, guys, let's jump on over to our guest today. Please put your hands together and welcome Mosaic. Hey, we we do have to ask them. Is it any uh, any mistake that uh, it happens to be Fat Boy Fall? Is that is, is, there, is, that, is that the setup we get, man? Oh no, 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 no! It ain't like that, man. It's a Fat running. Boy Fall. Let's hear it from Mosaic, everybody. Yo, I'm with you, homie. It's like, look at this. This is I grew this. I'm bigger than which. I grew this. Oh, yeah. I grew oh, this bro. thing. Get in there, bro. Get in there. <laughs> 
man. <laughs> no, man. It, it, it's a it's a running theme here. <laughs> no, I I wouldn't. I would not. I would not fat shame my guest. Uh, only <laughs> myself will I fat shame. You had plenty of that already. <laughs> well, <laughs> someone's got to do it. Gosh darn it. Yeah, I, I feel like if I'm not fat shaming myself, then I'm just never gonna do anything about like losing <laughs> the weight. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, exactly. I know. I, I know. Like that's a whole thing now. It's like don't fat shame anybody. But it's like I don't know, man. And you we know, do it. We do it ourselves, man. And that shit don't work. <laughs> by the way, obviously, it's not, right. it hasn't worked yet. So. <laughs> no, no. It's like it's like stop eating the pie, you fat ass. And I'm not, I'm not okay. I'm not gonna stop. I guess I'm just gonna keep eating my fat ass. Let it go to waste, man. Yeah, well, that's how I say. That's how I was raised, man. I was raised as like you finish every, all the food on your plate, you take it, you eat it, and yeah, so right. and, and there was no throwing shit away. So it's like you better sit there and eat that whole plate of food. It's like <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just learn to sort of stuff it all in and keep going, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, uh, what, 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 do you have like a favorite time of the day to eat? Like, is there a favorite time? Yeah, now. No, <laughs> right now, anytime. 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 Go. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but, uh, nah, but, I don't probably know. Probably like at midnight when we're alone, just yeah. crying. Usually too late. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, not really. That's the problem, I think. Yeah, it's like anytime's good to eat, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I feel it, man. It's like I I tried to, I'm I trying to I, I tried to uh, keep it like I do an intermittent fasting. I, have you guys ever heard of intermittent fasting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. But you know, like in the morning, it's I'm starving, and then and then you know you last time. So I'll I'll eat between twelve and seven. And yeah, and then, window, right? yeah, so I got that little window to eat. I'll just I'll go all in. I'll just you know I'll do whatever I gotta do in that time, and then it's over. But then by like ten o'clock, your your stomach's like, and you're just like, yeah. damn it. <laughs> no, I think you know, I did I did that for a bit, and, yeah. and uh, it started to freaking work. Yeah, it's, it's hard like, to but, do but, at first. Yeah, man. man. But but uh, you eat like a freaking. Uh, uh, Stock of broccoli, and that shit's like the best thing you've ever had in your life. Because <laughs> you're you're just hungry, you know. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but we got to get back. At, actually, we're gonna do that as part of our uh, uh, our on our. We're gonna we we have a uh, a YouTube channel now. Oh, okay. We're gonna kind of chronicle so, us yeah. uh, working out and stuff. Wait, it it wait, might wait, only be like two episodes, but that's no. No, but we're we're gonna we're gonna do that, man. Because. Uh, I always need to lose, lose some weight. Yeah, we gotta that, do something. That's cool, man. That's cool because it's like it kind of holds you accountable, right? Like, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Hey, 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 Cartagena. What's up, baby? Welcome in. Welcome in. Uh, yeah, man. It's like uh, it, 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 that. That accountability is everything for me. It's like if if I'm not holding myself accountable, or if I'm if no one's holding me accountable, I'm just doing whatever I want. It's like yeah, yeah. the the best thing I could have did was get locked down by my wife because otherwise I would have just been running around in circles doing the same dumb shit all the time. So it's like, <laughs> it's at least I found someone who was like, hey, you know, there's an other way to do things in life other than like smashing into brick walls all the time. You can yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can do other stuff with you. Hey, yeah. Zeke Keely, thank you so much for that follow. And of course, Zeke Keely 
is an amazing reggae band out of Arizona. Uh, the yeah, homies, boys, man. yeah, big love, big love to those those cats. They've been on the show before, and um, just nothing but love for those for those fellas holding yeah, it down man. for that desert reggae. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly, which, which you guys know something about desert reggae, right? A little yeah, bit, a little bit. Yeah. What what, what, what is desert reggae? I, I saw it thrown around in association to you guys. So what what is desert reggae? Yeah, well, we we got hit with that um, in a podcast we did last week or a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And um, honestly, I, we don't know, man. I think it's just born <laughs> of, of of our own. Odd. And, and the short the short answer. Uh, I, you know, I, I think it's just kind of, uh, it comes out, and maybe it's probably maybe, uh, the experience out here with being a little bit more isolated and desolate and stuff, mm-hmm. and it comes through in the music, you know? Right. Uh, but uh, I don't know that you can necessarily pinpoint one one um, unique, style, unique yeah. sound or style, because we have about five five or six bands, and there's always some that are, you know, coming out of the woodwork, which is awesome, mm-hmm. from here anyways, from Coachella Valley. Um, and... Uh, we we all kind of sound a little bit different, you know. Uh, there's, uh, I think, about three or four of us are roots bands, yeah, mm. and then just different incarnations of that. You know, we have a lot of uh, R and B, um, and and other other elements that go on top of our music. But uh, I don't know; it's hard to pinpoint it, man, to yeah. say exactly what desert reggae is. You know, but it, it's, <laughs> well, it's I just heard it. You know, uh, I just heard so it throw it around. No. So I was like, yeah, you know what? Well, yeah. I'll ask him. But no, I, honestly, I hear I hear a lot more like Islander reggae than than that because because like you're saying that R and B influence is is huge. Yeah, exactly. uh, especially. Yeah. And who's the main vocalist? Is it is it you, Mark? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, man, you got a big voice, man. Like, uh, did, did Thank you, you did you like like I feel like you could do like mariachi. <laughs> I feel like you could do that kind of stuff. If you yeah, uh, have you ever fucked with that? Oh yeah. Have you ever yeah, fucked I, with I love I love mariachi music, corridos and stuff like yeah. that. So that's I came, those, man, Yeah, so. man, I came up on that, man. My mom, my mom's straight from Mexico, so like she brought all oh, that with her, man. Beautiful, so, man. Oh yeah, it, it's uh that that those large voices. Uh, oh, you know, like I love that, like very verbo- yeah. verbose. Uh, yeah, sound. exactly. It always makes but me tear up, but but I'm not saying that. Down- Please go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. If you break down the the, the lyrics, man, you're they're beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, for sure. A lot of love songs and stuff like that, but they're very truthful in their writing as well, and it's it's beautiful, man. You get a uh, some musicians that are mariachis, man. They they are legit musicians. Bad boys, they're, man. Bad boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a it's like a prideful thing with them, you know, yeah. to be able to play any song. You give them a song, and they can you know they can play it. But those guys are very well uh, rehearsed, technical mm-hmm. musicians. They're, yeah, they're amazing. Right. Have you have you have you ever uh, stepped into that realm at all? That role? No, no. But you know, I, I had um, family members that have been involved with them, mm-hmm. and then I have friends of friends that are that are parts of different mariachis and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, those those if you get a legit mariachi, they're they're amazing. I always yeah. I always get teary eyed anytime I start hearing them going going huge. You know, like just yeah, when they start yeah. really going oh, like it just it always. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me of my. It just reminds me of my youth all the time. Uh, uh, Moving Dutchman, thank you so much for that nine month subscription. Um, a, 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 a baby is born here. A, a Twitch baby is born. Thank you so much for that sub, Moving Dutchman. Mexico, Mexico. That's right. 
Viva la Mexico. That's right. Uh, yeah, man. A Mexican baby. That's right. A, me- a half Mexican, half Dutch baby. We're in for it, folks. We're in for it. Actually, I don't know what it is. Here, here. This is my. Uh, this is my actual Mexican. So that I'm 38. percent So I. I used to think I was half, but I'm only 38. percent So there it is, everybody. Uh, and they make fun of me, but that's okay. Uh, I deserve it. So, so you guys. Um, Tell me about like how you guys sort of came together and started doing doing mosaic. How did this all sort of start? <clears throat> started with this guy, man. Um, back in what twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, <clears throat> I joined a little bit later, man. I think twenty fifteen. But uh, yeah, these guys had a, had a good thing going, man. And I I, uh, I learned from a friend actually. Uh, he was in the group, uh, bass player. <clears throat> he. Um, he hit me up and, and, you know, these guys needed a new drummer. So I came in and, you know, we've been trying to kill it since then, man. Yeah. You know, our lives changed for the better. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but uh, we started in 2013 and uh, we've had several in, uh, incarnations uh, since then, man. But myself and, and Noel, um, as far as songwriting and stuff, really, really fused uh, together. You guys are the uh, primary, the prime yeah, writers. Yeah, and... kind of even when we had like a full band, because right now it's just myself and Noel, mm-hmm. and then we utilize a lot of uh, hired guns mm-hmm. for our live performances, um, and we have a, a couple of local fellows here who are uh, we use a lot, and they're they're amazing musicians. Yeah, but, uh, killers. Man. For the most part, as far as Mosaic, you're looking at them, you know. Yeah. So we we kind of um, galvanized uh, our uh, our connection through our songwriting, you know, and. Uh, that's pretty much every most of what you what you hear. Uh, we have some other uh, contributors for our EP, but all of our music from this point is is uh, is all us. That's awesome. And and then so our what you know I, I I suppose more for Mark. What was the what was when did you start realizing that this is something you wanted to pursue? Is singing and making music? Oh, uh, so I. I Probably about the mid to late '90s. Uh, I was in a. Uh, I've always, I've always uh, sang since I was a kid, uh, but never like out there. You know what I mean? And I, I didn't uh, have the nerve to get out there and, and start something until I was already in my my uh, mid to late 20s. Mm. So it was in like the mid mid to late '90s, and I was in like a, a, a classic rock cover band. Yeah. You know, from a bunch of fellows from work and stuff, and so we did that. Got my feet wet with that and stuff. Uh, and then uh, I went in briefly uh, with a, a Spanish rock band. If you can believe that. That's and then, uh, and then I and then uh, just life took over and stuff. I'm I I have four kids, oh. and I was married at the time and stuff. And and uh, so life took over and stuff. And I it it was probably been about ten years uh, until I picked it up again. And then in uh, about 2010, I started getting you know the idea where I was kind of starting to. Research the idea of starting to put a band together myself, mm-hmm. uh, an original band, and uh, put in a uh, an ad on uh, Craigslist, and uh, started uh, piecing our fellas together. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, we kind of started formulating what you know the the uh, the band was going to be about and the kind of music and stuff like that, and it kind of just grew from there. But uh, we really uh, I don't want to say took off, but we really started to hit our stride uh, when Noel came on board mm-hmm. in. Uh, 2015 right yeah what was it back in like 2010 that was like i need to get back to singing and stuff 
Uh, yeah, I had some, some, you know, personal, you know, um, uh, uh, tragedies and things like that, that we, you know, we went through and stuff. And, and that's kind of what, uh, you know, just kind of, you know, said, you know, I'm just going to throw caution to the wind. It's one thing I wanted to, uh, to use. I've always been, um, strong in poetry and, and writing and stuff like that. I've always, you know, I've always been that as a form of expression, but knew I wanted to, to sync it up with music. And, um, so I, I, you know, uh, felt that was the perfect timing. I had a lot of time on my hands at that time. And, uh, and so I started formulating the idea for, for the band. And then, uh, it just so happened things opened up where on in uh, around 2013 is when I started, uh, I kind of, I, I followed around a couple bands here locally, some reggae bands. And, uh, and then I said, uh, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and do my own thing and started, uh, I just, I mean, it was just, it was that simple. Just started with a, uh, uh, Craigslist ad <laughs> found one fella and together we went out and got got the rest of our guys man and you know started to build from there damn so. Craigslist it's funny that Craigslist is 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 like the 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 start of so many bands you know yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's yeah. actually kind of how I met my wife was like through a Craigslist ad uh that I went oh, wow. to a, a a band and uh or no I didn't meet them through Craigslist she met them through Craigslist. I met them through the. Never mind. I'm just fucking full of shit. Don't listen. To me. <laughs> I just had to interject to talk about myself there for a second. It wasn't oh, real. Good, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Noel. So, so are you? Uh, you you're the guitarist. Uh, I'm the drummer. You're the drummer. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I I don't know why I got guitarist vibes. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you're the drummer, uh, and yeah. now now. Uh, do you how how much of the writing are you involved in? And since you're a drummer, do you act, are, do you play other instruments where you write on them too, or is it just yeah? How does that yeah, work? Like for the tracks, I, I usually record uh, pretty much uh, you know guitar, bass, drums, and keys, and then we get a uh, we get a uh, you know horns you know a horn section to play on our on our songs. But yeah, for the most part, I, I kind of. We both pretty much write everything, man. You know, he's he's a Mexican prince. <laughs> <laughs> the Mexican prince. <laughs> uh, he was on a mission from God, and Craigslist saved him a lot of mileage and gas money. Yes, indeed, Cartagena. Yes, indeed. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> the the um, I I always do this. I always like. Which which my perspective has changed a lot over the years is that it's like anytime a drummer's like I'm a drummer and I write the music I'm just like how does a drummer write music you know like how does this happen I've yeah. changed my I've changed my tune over the years because it's like I, I know a lot of drummers who compose music and now you know it's like wow it's actually I don't know where that came into my head is is drums your primary instrument Yeah yeah that's that's my baby man for sure mm -hmm. Yeah what yeah. it, it, so 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 then mark so how do you guys write music then together is it like uh noel comes with music and rhythms and then uh and then mark you just write music over it or or, or i mean music or <laughs> lyrics <laughs> shit uh how does it work how do you guys sort of make that work as a yeah as a duo? all of the above man um we we um you know, we, we both contribute 100, 100%, 100% pretty much. You know, I, I, it'll come uh, different ways. Um, but basically, the majority of the times, uh, Noel, I mean, it starts with the beat, right? And, yeah. and Noel will come with the beat. He has he has a garage band on, on his uh, iPhone. Mm -hmm. 
and so he's pretty much mastered that man and so um <laughs> he uh he he'll come up and he'll show me like a beat that he has and then uh sometimes it comes with a hook sometimes not sometimes i'll write the hook um and then i have man books of lyrics you know what i mean and different things that i'm feeling and all uh usually he'll come to me with something and uh, that's one way he'll come to me with a beat or show it to me or send it to me whatever and then uh, if I'm feeling it, I'll you know we'll kind of ask each other what what does it make us feel like, and then uh, and then I'll either match some lyrics that I already have or I'll write something um, you know uh, from scratch hmm. um, at that point. And then the other way is we'll just sit there. Honestly, man, we'll have have some <laughs> some beers, and we'll sit in in his garage or sit here in the studio, and with the guitar and see what we come up with. You know what I mean? But yeah. it, it's everything. I mean, I'll come up with 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 beats sometimes. Uh, by and large, he, he does it the majority of the time, but there's some, you know, we, we have this song that we're working on right now. Um, a couple of their, our next couple songs where just, it was weird. I had, I woke up in a dream three o'clock in the morning, scratched it out, had the beat, you know, got on my phone, just recorded it really quick. What I had. And these two songs are going to materialize as our next two singles, you know, what, but, uh, what, but for, wait. for our EP and stuff, the majority of it's just been, um, you know, us kind of coming together. We write it together, and and if he doesn't like something, we change that. We have no uh, egos when 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 we're doing it. You know what I mean. So if it's a it's mosaic music, you know what I mean. So we we write together beautifully, and uh, I don't know. It's, it's just always worked, you know. Mm. So uh, but he'll he'll come up uh, sometimes even with some lyrics and stuff like that, and and uh, and we'll go with that. Uh, I'll, I'll write out something, start singing it. He'll change the vocal melody on it. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So we kind of we kind of uh, commingle the two, you know. Yeah, that's uh, th that's great. I mean, to to find a writing partner where you're not where you don't hate them <laughs> is yeah, great. Right? You know? yeah. It's like I mean, you know, I, I'm sure I don't know how many bands you guys been in now, but I, I've been in bands. It's like man, as soon as that that tension starts, it's really hard to come back from that, you know, yeah, and, and make a successful. Uh, wait, please tell me you're in the mature over 40 club. <laughs> Are you guys in the mature over 40 club? Cartagena must I, I definitely am. This <laughs> guy is, is, still, is still working on that. He's yeah, working yeah. on it. I'm not yeah. here yet either. I'm not there yet either, Cartagena. I'm still... <laughs> I'm still a little shit. Let's me know all the time, too. Yeah, yeah, he's he's well over, you know. <laughs> Shut up, I ain't well over, man. Yo, I I, I the homie, I I mean, that's the thing about music, man. It's really interesting is that you can kind of jump into it at any time in your life and and, it, and depending on how motivated yeah. you are, it's like you can go with it or not. Yep. Like I play in this band called Skank's Roots Project and Skanky who is the who's the head guy and books and and does all the stuff and he's a he's a he's a spoken word poet but he was like i think he was like 40 when he decided to like start a band or something so like oh. he was just like fuck it i'm gonna start a band and, and then we played yeah. cal roots never and stuff late, so, man. yeah never too late to get out there it's just it's, it's a weird balance though like because you kind of referenced that earlier mark about having children you had four kids so you had to sort of take a break yeah, man. from music is responsibility man so how is that balance for you guys how does how does family and music how does that balance how do you guys keep that in in, in line we're mexican man so uh, <laughs> uh and I, that that i know that transcends a lot of cultures but family's first man yeah no matter what and yep. and uh they're the inspiration behind 
a lot of our music really you know what i mean mm -hmm. having having that solid foundation yeah. we're fathers first you know what i mean he, he has uh still little ones oh um, my old my old my youngest daughter just turned uh, 18. oh wow so i i'm actually a grandfather too so oh, my I, yeah man. my <laughs> oldest daughter you know I, I have two grandchildren yeah uh, so my uh, my grandson's about to be six so. Yeah, man. Yeah. What's, so, um, what's that like, man? What's that like seeing like your baby have babies? It's it's insane, man. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's very surreal. It's yeah. surreal. It's yeah. Cool though, man. It's super cool. You know. I, uh, what, they, what? You know, having having grandkids, it's it's the greatest thing because you can have them for all the cool stuff. And then, uh, and then when they start acting up, you just give them back to them. <laughs> Hell yeah, son. That's what I'm give talking about. Daughter, and that's, that's it, awesome. man. That's right. You spoil the shit out of them. Be like, and that's be like it, man. hand them back to him screaming. It's like, this is for all the times you were screaming at hey, me, motherfucker. This <laughs> is a real thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, the thing about parenting is that it's like, you know, it's the long game. Like, I tell my son all the time, he's like, oh, wait. Wait, motherfucker. Wait, wait motherfucker. <laughs> you don't even yeah. know the that's damage that could cause. Yeah. Wait till your first girlfriend comes over and we talk about that shit you used to do. 100% true. <laughs> wait yeah. for it, son. I can't wait for that shit. No, his whole life I've been telling him, like, I can't wait for your motor skills to get better so you can start doing some fucking work around here, start washing <laughs> dishes. I'm telling you, like, it took me a while to get, get used to the idea of having a kid because I was younger and I, I wasn't expecting it. But 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 then when, when you start putting it all together, it's like, yo, this is like free work all the time like you got a free worker forever <laughs> Dad, oh, man. Uh, cut my nails by myself what do you mean work get out of here. Oh, <laughs> i'll just cut my nails by myself <laughs> <laughs> oh, no he's he, he, no it, it's it, i i he's like he's starting to be able to like take out the trash now and like cook for himself so now i'm just like Go fucking wash your own dishes. Go cook your own meal. Go take the fucking trash out. What are you doing? You know, it's like get out there and be somebody. God damn it! I'm trying to sit here. Uh, you want to make cereal? Get out here. El abuelo Mark Diaz. That's me, man. That's right. Uh, I'll loan you a kid. Oh no, we do not wear it. Hey man, they're real Mexicans. Stop playing around with one kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, for having four, man, I'm telling you that we're we're behind the curve. My that's parents both had ten on one side and eleven on the other. That's that's being Mexican yeah, right for there, man. Real for yeah, real. Man. My my mom's family, yeah. Oh, uh, like I think there was twelve of them. It's, it's, yeah, man. There you go. Don't fuck around. Like, <laughs> hey, we do a lot of shit, right? And we and we we don't we don't we go big or go home, man. You know I, mean? <laughs> I feel That's it. <laughs> we do a lot of shit, right? We do it big. Uh, we have TVs, man. So you know you got to make up for yeah. lost time. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> what else are you gonna do? What else are you gonna do? Uh, I think Saucy just tried to punk you in front of your boys. You know what? It's fine. He he's he has like missing teeth in his mouth. I'll just make fun of him when I get out of here. It's fine. <laughs> like, well, just settle down, gummy. He's like, get out of here. He's <laughs> like, you, what are you gonna do? Go pee your pants or something, weirdo? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking so much shit about myself. <laughs> I, Daddy loves you, baby boy. Daddy loves you. You're my you're my boy. Uh, anyways, so yeah, I, I I don't know. Like, so you said that you dreamed. Your, your one of your new songs, you 
Do you do that often? Do you dream a lot of Oh, dreams? man. No? You know, that's the thing. You never know uh, uh, which direction it's going to come from, man. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the, the good ones fall from the sky, so to speak, you know? Yeah. And that one was the weirdest thing. I mean, I think I even called them uh, when, I, when I first had this one. We're working on this one. It's called uh, Brainchild that we're working on right now and about to record it. And uh, I don't know, man. It was weird. I woke up with, like, the hook. I knew exactly what, you know, uh, what I was going to say. I had the beat in my head. And I gave it to this dude, and we worked on it, and that's that's pretty much the mainstay of the song. Do you remember what the dream was? It's more of a hip-hop kind of feel in this song. Oh, dope. Dude, yeah, man. What was the dream about? Fuck, I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> most of my dreams, man. Uh, but it, it was just about an idea having it. And basically, the song is about uh, a conversation that you have with, with your own idea. And in mm -hmm. our case, it's it's a song, you know? Mm -hmm. And But for anybody that has a, uh, an idea, before they send it out, into the world to see if it's going to do anything, you know. I mean, uh, take anybody that has a great idea or an invention, if you will. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's basically the song's about having a conversation with it, with your with your invention before you send it out into the world. Yeah, that's what the lyrics are about. I got you. I got you. Yeah. And, and and so, how do you have a conversation with the the your creations before you send it out into the world? I get high and drunk, and then I have, I'm just I'm just like. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> and then I straight up talk to that shit. <laughs> exactly. I fucking love you, song. Uh. <laughs> um, no, I mean it's just basically talking uh, about about that uh, that process. You know what I mean? Well, but what is your process that before you send a song out? Like, what did, what do you do? What do, how do you sit with it? How do you have that conversation besides getting drunk and smoking weed? <laughs> <laughs> now. Um, Basically, it's it's just you know because what once once you've recorded it belongs to it belongs to everybody else it belongs to the listener mm. um, and hopefully they're they're plentiful you know mm. but uh, we uh, you know we do everything that we can just to be truthful in 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 our music man we got to make sure it comes from a real place that we're not trying to you know adapt to what we think people want to want to hear or what you know. When you start writing that way, you, you're you're starting to lose it, man. You know, and and yeah. people are smart; they can tell. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? When you when you're being fake, we just you know we have to be the opposite of anything that's that's not real. You know, yeah. and so it's basically that process of just being truthful. What am I really <laughs> feeling, and and is that coming through uh, in the song? You know, not only the lyrics but the music as well. You know. Yeah, yeah, it, that, that's a true representation of us. You know. What about you, Noel? How do you uh, how do you process a song? How do you how do you decide whether or not a song is good enough to even present to the to the world or to Mark? <clears throat> well, I never know if it's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but just listening to it, man, like a, a million times, you know, and and uh, seeing what I can I can do with it, you know, build on it, you know, just just that's basically my process. It's just like sometimes I'll just put headphones on and like take a nap, you know, and just mm. put, play it on replay, you know, just to. Just to see if something pops up, you know what I mean. But yeah, that's that's basically it. Just kind of building off of it and make sure you don't put too much into it, you know. Yeah. And like like Mark said, just let it flow naturally. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. At a certain point, you have you have to trust your gut, man. And I think, um, you know, most people, any any type of artist in any medium, be it music or 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 whatever, paintings, but whatever, um, you have to you have to trust your gut, man. You know what I mean. And the choices that you make have to come from you, not what you anticipate people are going to think or say or whatever about it. It's just got to be you and put it out there and hope people dig it, you know? 
Yeah, and we're, it's not always the case. But we're always reminding ourselves too to to make sure we we stick to that. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's it's hard to 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 stray away from that. Yeah. Yeah. How do you uh like you know trusting your gut? I mean, I feel like that's something that you have to learn. Is is that something that you guys had to learn over the years? And and or is that something that you guys have just been into uh, in regards to music, you know, in regards to how, you know, how what you put out there is like, how do you build that trust with your own gut? I mean, because like, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen it. You've seen like maybe a friend is like really jamming out to their song and maybe it sounds like crap. Maybe it sounds like underproduced or it just sounds like a little off, but they're just like, this is the shit. And like, this is the part that yeah. knocks. And you're just like, ah, you know, obviously they have a trust issue with themselves because they're going by their gut and they're going by trust, but that's not necessarily the right direction, you know, because it's like, this is, you know, it's not good. And, and there could be a million reasons why it's not good, but how do you build that trust to, to, to trust that you're going to come up with that right decision to that right you know how do you build that trust and to trust your gut because you know you can you can people lie to themselves all the time yeah, yeah definitely yeah i think the 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 main thing is is uh you you never you never fully know you know what i mean how mm. how it's going to turn out and that's the thing uh um if anything you have to if it makes any sense you have to unlearn <laughs> you know what i mean you just got to kind of peel away uh uh the layers of all the BS, man, and, and just really listen to, you know, some, some of our best stuff is stuff that we recorded just kind of on a whim, you know, uh, just just screwing around. I mean, you, you get a guitar, you get, you know, you play, start playing keys and start humming and the best songs write themselves, you know what I'm saying? And and uh, if you can just be honest and, and sometimes it's that thing that you don't quite understand what you need to say, but it's just coming out anyways. Yeah. We've learned to trust that, you know, mm. and and uh, it usually comes out pretty good, man. You try it out on each other and stuff, our family, pe our, you know, our, our circle of people that we trust. And then uh, and it's like, you know, is that any good? Do you dig that? Or, you know, are you feeling that? And then we kind of go, you know, we don't always do that. Sometimes mm. we, we just know. Yeah. But other times if we kind of have a question about, are you hearing the same thing that I'm hearing? And then we kind of go off of that. But it's really uh, through, through uh, the years we've learned to kind of reel that back a little bit man like like kind of unlearn yeah. trying to think about and project what people are going to dig you know and, yeah. and that's what i'm saying when mean what i say uh trust your gut it's just like you know you know he he has some stuff that uh that he put on a on a 20 what was a 24 track from years ago yeah and uh and that's some of our best stuff we've written songs off of some of those uh things that he just just screwing around but it was raw and it was real man yeah you know? <laughs> and you hear it and you know that shit, you know, came from a real place. Right. And uh, hopefully that translates to the listeners, you know. And I feel like like the more we do this for or want to do this for a living, like the harder it gets. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> for sure. To, to trust your gut. But yeah. 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 We, we constantly remind ourselves, man, to, to make sure we just do what we feel, you know. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I think you guys hit it on your head. I mean, like, cause that's what that comes in my head. Like, the only way to really build that sort of trust, you know, trusting your gut, so to say, uh, is experience. Is just experience and, and, and failing and learning and, and knowing what works, knowing how you work, knowing how you work with your music, knowing how you work with your, your bandmates. There's just so much 
that you sort of have to understand and learn. I mean, learning your craft, you know, like how many people go out there and they learn three chords. They're like, I'm ready for the big stage, you know, like, let's go. Uh, which, you know, uh, more power to them because there's a lot of people out there who do achieve cool things with knowing those three chords, you know? Like, look look at the Ramones, right? Like, they do three chords and they fucking, they, they ripped it. They just right, ripped right. it. Yeah. And, and so, you know, you don't have to be a genius, like a musical genius to create, you know, beautiful music, but... <clears throat> you do have to sort of build this experience within yourself, this 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 idea, this uh, this belief in yourself, and, yeah. and I think believing and trusting in yourself is you know they go hand in hand because yeah. if you don't believe in what you do, then no one else is right. Like, 100%. and that and that's the thing, man. Like, who knows if we're right? You know, you you got <laughs> us in the point that you know we're we're still not fully out there yet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and uh, you know, not a lot of people know who we are. We're we're trying to get there, but. Uh, but you know, who that you know, we this whole thing could blow up in our face, man. But at least we will have been honest with our shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would, it would exactly. be real, and, and that's the most important thing with us. If we do that and fail, cool. You know what I mean? We were, we were, you know, we're still gonna play the music that 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 we're feeling that we write. We don't, we don't really limit ourselves as far as, um, I mean, the foundation of our music is reggae music, you know, and a very roots. Um, you know, rhythms and stuff like that. Our rhythm section is all, you know, uh, he'll, he'll, you know, we have a skank. Uh, we usually put on a bubble and then, and then he'll, you know, he'll usually do either one drop or, or an open snare. And then, uh, and then we use a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of our own. I mean, we, we write all of our stuff. We don't borrow from, from anybody or, mm -hmm. or write or like that. So, but that's the foundation of our music is, 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 uh, roots mm -hmm. primarily. And then, we bring other elements in, you know, again, R&B, hip hop, blues, jazz, whatever we're feeling at the time. That's what kind of separates our sound uh, from from the others. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So whatever we're feeling at that time and if we dig it, we're going to play it. You know? Yeah. Um, yep. So we don't really kind of confine ourselves to have a particular sound per se, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that that's dope, man. That's dope that you guys keep things open like that to yeah. to keep things uh, just. And, and again, that goes with experience, right? And trusting your gut and like over the years, just knowing what works. Uh, I liked what you were saying about how you know, like not overthinking it. And that's yeah. something that I've had to deal with in my creation creative process. Do you guys have any, uh, do you got any examples or do you got any moments that you guys can recall where you're overthinking it and then, uh, and, and like the answer was right in front of you and, and, but, but it's just, it just wasn't hitting. Is, is there, is there a song or is there a moment that you can think that might, you know, illuminate this idea a little more? Yeah. Our, our last single, we, that's just, you know, <laughs> big we, time, we, man. We really Thank did, you yeah. for that host rated. <laughs> Yeah, we were just going back and forth, man, and and it was mostly just because we were like, okay, are, are they gonna like this or should we put this out? You mm -hmm. know, like uh, even the uh, the the long intro for it. Yeah, for I we, love, yeah, yeah, yeah. We weren't sure if we should put it out, but we ended up putting it out, man, and 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 you know, a lot of people like it, so so glad we did. But yeah, we, had, we had a pretty good reception to it, thank God. But uh, 
we we really debated that man whether we should do that or not you know right because it's sort of a it's a it's it, it, it's a it's a long intro and and the song is like five minutes 14 seconds so it is a longer yeah, song yeah. which all your guys' songs are like five to six minutes it's yeah, yeah. Man, we're yeah. working on that yeah. Cartagena, thank you so much buddy uh, for that host and, and so I, I totally understand that and especially coming from a pop minded way of thinking because because as of lately, I, I, I mostly write pop stuff for people. So it's like I come from that mindset, you know, it's like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, yeah, yeah. chorus out, you know, like under three minutes or three minutes, uh, yeah. three minutes and 10 seconds max, you know, just keep that shit moving. Yeah, and, and so I, I do. I, and it's not like that's the only music. I, I, I don't really even listen to music like that, but I, I get hired to do things. But. But I, I appreciate music that allows it to breathe, and especially with reggae, it's something that you want to be breathing, something that you want to be a yeah. vibe, because you're not, it's it's not like funk, or it's not like rock, or it's not like, it's it, it's a vibe that that that's real chill, but it can be real hype too. It's, it's just such an interesting, uh, like reggae really does live in a planet of its own, because it can be so hype, but still have that real just laid back, skank going and and, and i mean yeah. then ska and ska is a whole nother thing of it so yeah. which is just hype as fuck anyway so in any case um you know with that intro what were some of the what was some of the problems you were seeing or or or, or thinking that might arise by having such a long intro well you know with with music i'm sure as you know man i mean uh there's so much out there you know even on a daily that's dropping you know yeah. I, most most uh most new songs and singles drop on fridays right and i think i saw like I, I might be wrong but i think i saw a statistic that like you're competing with like forty-one thousand other pieces of music that had dropped that day <laughs> right and it's like man like you know <laughs> so you know it, you're hoping that somebody you know within that first three to five seconds is you can hook them you know mm -hmm. what i mean right um again we we play what we play, you know, but at the same time, we know, and that's, that's, that's in the back of our minds too, is, is, uh, not to get skipped, not to get skipped, <laughs> yeah. man. The minute they hear it, it's like, ah, slow song, you know, and, right. uh, and be done with it. But we trusted it and we, you know, we, we played this song live before we ever, uh, wrote it for the studio hmm. and recorded it. And so, uh, we, uh, his, his cousin actually came up with the main hook for the song and, and, and wrote it out and stuff. And then we kind of built off of that. Actually, the first verse too. Yeah. So we kind of played with it and stuff, and then made it our own, and then wrote the second verse, and then we uh, we kind of formulated it the way we did. But um, we always, uh, when we played it live, we always had the, the 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 slow lead up to it, and then crescendos up to the big drop, and then boom, and then we you know the big horns and whatnot. But uh, we debated whether we were going to cut that off, and uh, even up to when we sent it to Ian, you know, yeah. and. Uh, Man, and then we just went with it, and we we're like, "Screw it, let's just do it and see how it comes out." So, so far, we've had a pretty good reception to it, you know. Yeah, I, I think it's fantastic. I, I wish we could play it on the podcast and right now, uh, but it's um, but but Twitch is weird and and things are changing, so we're not going to be able to play it okay. during the conversation, or else I'll have to cut it out. But. Um, uh, I want to keep this VOD up, so I, I we did play it at the beginning of the show. So, um, but I will be editing that down and deleting that part of the VOD, everybody. So, if you are interested, plus 
you guys, all you got to do is exclamation point M-O, boom. And of course, anybody listening in uh, on the audio end, you can go in the show notes and find a link tree to all of their, uh, all of Mosaic's music and their website and all the thing. And of course, in chat, guys, go ahead and click around their link tree and go and follow these guys up and stay up to date with what they're doing because they're doing things. Um, you know, like with this overthinking thing, do you, you know, because we Carter Hannah said I overthink everything and it's horrible. And, and I find that too. Outside of music, do you guys find yourself overthinking things or do you guys, have you guys found a balance and, and sort of like, fuck it, let's just make a decision, go and go with it? I'm, I'm definitely an overthinker, man, for sure. Just in general? It's like, what yeah. did she mean by, I'll meet you at seven? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me, uh, I, you know, I, I noticed that I'm 48, man. So, mm. you know, I, as you get older, um, well, I think when I was in my in my thirties, I was probably that way, and it started to transit. Now you, you get older, you're like, I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too tired to give a fuck. Not fuck. that I don't care. I, I, yeah. I love humanity and stuff. I have nothing but love for people and stuff. Yeah. Not like that, but just yeah. kind of like now you just don't have the energy to you know to 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 put into over overthinking everything. It's just like yeah, I'm gonna do it. See how the chips fall, man. Yeah, you land on you know so. Yeah, that's what I'm noticing too. As I get older, is more like, let's not let like let's let go of the small shit and let's just yeah, focus man. on the bigger picture. Right. Because right. because focusing on all this small shit is just getting getting. It's just tiring. It's exhausting. Yeah. With the small stuff. Man. Do you, uh, Noel? Do you do you do you do you uh, are are you consider do you consider yourself like an introvert, like someone who you know likes to be by himself and not around a yeah. bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Um, for sure. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I grew up that way, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, <clears throat> I'm a lot like my mom, you know, my dad, if you meet my dad, man, that guy is opposite. Life of the party, man. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a, I'm a good balance between the two, but yeah, I, I tend to go more towards like my mom, you know, like mm-hmm. definitely introvert for sure. <laughs> what you know as a musician uh as someone who's out there performing and putting your 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 soul basically out on stage every night how does that sit with you as someone who's introverted how how do you how do you sort of handle those pressures of performance and uh, uh, because I'm an introvert as well um and and you know like even going out to the bar and I don't drink anymore so uh, you know, going to the bar is just, I don't go to the bar, you know, I mean, I can do it, but I, I just don't like it. It's not really my thing. So how do you balance sort of this introvert personality with a career that's so extroverted, you know, it's so out in the open? <clears throat> well, it's, I mean, with music, man, I can really, uh, I really get out of that, you know, going on stage. Like I, I, I love it, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, a uh, it's a it's a different feeling. It lets me like you know get out of my myself, you mm-hmm. know, and and express myself, you know, through the music. So it's it, it definitely helps, man. It's it's a it's a, a form of uh, like therapy for me, you know. So yeah, I love it, man. How it's, about how about after the show when you're walking around the crowd? How's that? Uh, it's a little different. After <laughs> <laughs> I have a few beers, man, then I can, I kind of open up. You start loosen up a little. It's like now yeah. I can relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I feel you, man. No, that, that was the that was for me too. It was like I, I could go wild on stage and 
you know, yeah. be who I really want to be. And then as soon as I'm off stage, it's like, all right, let's just make our way out of here. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Pack this you know, shit up. Let's go. <laughs> if you look at the Greeks, man, I mean, uh, uh, pick, you know, any of the uh, the real geniuses in music, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're, they're very similar. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, the, the real creative ones, man, they tend to be very introverted yeah um socially but yeah. when they get on stage man they they're just you know they, they bought prince i think was that way yeah uh, there's there's so many examples of that you know for sure and, uh, this dude uh you know is the same way you know uh when it comes to that he's really socially uh, awkward mm. and just really weird you know <laughs> thanks but uh, i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding no he's not no no but but uh but, he, but when he but we get tons of uh, tons of confidence on stage you know uh, Noel, is there moments where you're overthinking something and you and you recognize it and you're like and you try to pull yourself out of that or or are or are you once you're on the something you just you just you fixate on it? Have you ever tried to like change the subject or do you tend to fixate on stuff? I'm just curious. Um, I usually like to change the subject. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with music, it's easy, man. If I'm, yeah. if I'm stuck on it, I'll you know I'll follow through, but. Yeah, I try to get out of it, you know, do do other things like uh, music, especially. Yeah. You know, it's a good way to get out of, you know, overthinking life and, you know, problems and stuff. So that's usually my go-to, man, is just music, just mm. create, you know. It's the best therapy there is, man. Definitely. It really is. It really is. I, I can't imagine what, how big of a, how big of, a, how much more of a bigger mess I would be. It's like, I'm already a mess, but like without like any kind of creative outlets or you know, just expression. I, I don't know where I'd be, man. I think yeah, I'd just be yeah, a I sweaty creep. I don't. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I often think about what I would be if I wouldn't have pursued music. I, I don't know. Have you? Uh, you know, what what do you guys think you would be if you didn't at least have your foot in music? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, Boy, that would suck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. Much else, man. I yeah. mean, you know. Uh, <clears throat> I don't freaking know. Yeah. What, I, I was. Uh, I used to. I was a cop for for uh, almost ten years. Oh, a and, cop. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dang. And, uh, but you know what, man? I you know I don't I don't regret any of the uh, uh, the times that I had. I miss a lot of my bros and and, and sisters, man, that I used to work with. Yeah. Really do. But. It wasn't for me, you know what I mean. I just uh, I don't I don't like um, I don't like uh, <laughs> a lot of hu- seeing a lot of human suffering. I, yeah. I, I hate it, man. Yeah. And so now I just I really shy away. So I had tons of that, you know. And yeah. uh, I just uh, I, I had my had my fill, you know. Yeah. Probably had my fill after the first few years, to be honest. <laughs> I bet but I couldn't imagine. Really good, so I couldn't imagine. But, uh, I couldn't imagine wanting to be a cop now. Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. tough, man. My my brother. Uh, Who's, who who can he's awesome at that man he's to me a superman you know he's, he's bad and and he's uh he's an investigator oh cool he's close to retirement you know and uh he uh i don't know man he can he can he never brings it into his home life or whatever he can flip that switch man yeah some people can do that i i couldn't you know That's it, it, tough. it bothered me yeah i couldn't imagine man i couldn't do that either to see like like you said just the the worst of humanity um all the time and what kind of mental strain that does to people. And you think about, you know, when you think about the cops who are 
who are coming, you know, into the academy and have no real idea what they're expecting, you know, and not that I do, you know, I never did that shit and I never had the balls to do that or go into the military for that matter. Much love to everyone that's doing those, those, that work, because that is, that, that is, that is the Lord's work right there. Like, like patrolling, patrolling the world, patrolling, protecting country, protecting citizens. It's fucked up work, man. It's crazy. And just having family and friends who've been cops and you just sort of hear and about their stories. And what do you think about this whole, the, the, how cops have been sort of uh, villainized in these past couple of years. What, what, how do you feel about that, Mark? I, you know, personally, I, I don't like it's close to home uh, for me because, uh, you know, my brother is one and mm-hmm. I know that he should not be grouped in or labeled with that. I think you have to take things uh, which people don't do. They generalize a lot now with mm-hmm. everything, even, you know, and it spills into politics, of course. Yeah. And that whole mess. But the thing is, is, um, you know, you have to take things on a case by case basis, man. You know, each each incident is its own incident. You know, um, I think that both sides have points and both sides are true. You know, there there is obviously, you know, excessive force cases, man, and, and that are terrible. Yeah, of course. You know, we saw that play out with George Floyd and so many other uh, um, incidents where, where that happens, you know, and thank God, because everybody has like a camera now. Absolutely. Where a lot of that shit can be called to the carpet for that wrongdoing. Yeah. So for me, um, in my perspective, I say when you know that was out and out murder and and so many other incidents of that, and racism and all those things. That shit's real. Mm. It's very real, but it, it doesn't make it real for every cop that's out there. You know, yeah. and I I think um, most people I think you know get that and they can divide the two. But a lot of people tend to generalize and think all cops you know, are bad and, and think that way and stuff. And that's just not the case, you know? Yeah. Um, most of them, you know, they're, they're family men and women and they go out there and they have a very uh, difficult job to do, man. It's hard, you know? I mean, uh, you know, you go out there and you got to go and stop somebody, you know, in, in the middle of the night, you know, uh, either in a car or just walking. They know what they're going to do. Mm. You don't know as a, as a cop what they're going to do. You can only fucking react to that. And you want to go home to your to your kids, man, you know, and to your family. And, uh, you know, so you have a split second with which to react to whatever it is that they're doing. And it's a tough job, you know, and, and until you've done that, it's really hard to speak to that, you know, and people want to second guess everything that they do and stuff like that. And I realize that it's a very high um, responsibility that they carry because you have the right to take somebody's, you know, life and liberty away. Yeah. You have the authority with which, you know. And that's a heavy burden, man. So I think if, you know, you, uh, you know, if, if you go, if you go the wrong side of that, you know, if, if you, if you screw that up, then you're, you're subject to scrutiny, of course, mm-hmm. you know, and I think the ones that abuse that power, I, I think they should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but, but uh, by the same time, the same token, I think by and large, most cops go out there and they just want it and they they're out there and, and they strap it on every day it's a thankless job you know you get out of your vehicle and nine out of ten people pretty much hate you yeah. you know and that sounds extreme but it's the truth no, it's you true. know especially in the climate today yeah. you know and it's it's a very thankless difficult job you know that they have to do and i don't think a lot of people um that that are vocal about it um really look at things that way you yeah. know 
And uh, but I think for the most people, the, the the folks that I know are very grateful uh, for for law enforcement and, under, and understand that you know yeah. and can appreciate that that job that they do, especially you know for for the armed forces as well, man. So yeah. super super uh, grateful um, for for the service that they do and the freedoms that we enjoy in the in this country because somebody's you know towing that line. You know, it's a big deal, man. Absolutely. Know? I'm with so, you, 100, you know, percent man. And I think a lot of homage has been paid to them for that. But but uh, law enforcement here on the home front, it's hard, man. It's a yeah. very difficult um, time to be a cop right now. You know, with the climate, it is. Yeah. You Do know, you... and I think a lot of it just gets very much generalized um, against them. And and I think it's a, you know, it's I don't know. That's that's a tough thing, man. To 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 do that. You know, when when everybody, you know, has you, you got to get up there and, and put on your your uniform every day and go out there and do a, a group and protect a group of people that, that, you know, either don't trust you a lot of times for good reason. And, uh, and they already hate you, you know, without even really knowing you, you know, yeah. so, uh, to be able to do that and persevere through that, you know, to feed your family, my hat's off to them. You yeah. Know? Do you, do you think then, you know, do you think that, this this trend that's been sort of going around the country in these bigger cities of sort of defunding the police do you think that's a viable option of going forward to sort of fixing this problem or do you do you, do or do you do you think i don't know if you even think about this but like or do you do you have an idea of what would be a better way forward um i'm a little ignorant too i try I try and stay uh, you know a, a neutral with with, with politics uh, yeah no i i know and what's shitty is that it's turned into politics and, and it's yeah awful, but, man, it shouldn't be yeah but this stuff uh, is very interesting to me because of where we're at you know and with your, yeah with your you know with your I, I first have, experience yeah man i do have a stance you know on on um on again even with politics i i you know i can hear some valid points on on both sides mm -hmm. man but uh, for me I take things on a case by case basis. There's yeah. some things I agree with here, and there's some other things that I don't agree with here. And I do have, you know, my beliefs with that. I'm kind of ignorant to the whole defunding the police thing mm -hmm. as to what the stance is with that. If it's just as simple as it sounds, I think it's ridiculous. You mm -hmm. know, what what are you going to do? You yeah. know, um, if you if you don't have a law enforcement there, you know, you're gonna have you're gonna have chaos. Yeah. You know, I I don't see that working. <laughs> I could be wrong. I really don't want to get into, you know, not with you, but other people, a debate about it because I'm kind of ignorant to it. I, no, no, no. I, I feel it. Well, just just to sort of catch you up, it, it, it has failed. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> Minneapolis just uh, voted it down because Minneapolis, obviously, that's where George Floyd was killed. And so there's yeah, a big yeah. movement and there has just been a big spike in, in crime all over the country. Right. What, what do you think about this whole, um, these mandates that are being put? Putting on the like the the police officers and 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 first responders in these country in these different cities, um, uh, how do you feel about that? You you see a lot. I mean, I just went to New York City last week and this week. I mean, this is protests everywhere, and it's interesting because you have BLM, you have Trump supporters, you have cops and firefighters all marching together. For you can't, you know, you can't say, and I will. I don't, I don't really give a shit, but you can't really say your opinion anymore without it being scrutinized and paired up mm -hmm. with politics. You yeah, know? And I know. Look at, at the issues anymore, and, and I don't see a lot of people, there are some, but mm -hmm. a lot of people talk without wearing, I'm wearing my Republican hat, I'm wearing my Democratic yeah. hat. You know what I mean? And you can't just speak about the issue, what do you think this is, mm -hmm. is right, or this is bullshit, or whatever. Yeah. 
um, to me, I prefer to speak to whatever the issue is, you know, mm. not what, you know, having, you know, Trump behind it or Biden no. behind it or whatever, all that other garbage, you know, for me, um, I understand the, definitely um, when going back to the law enforcement thing, the need yeah. for change in that department, because definitely well, there are some atrocities that have happened. And, and I like that they've been called to to, uh, to the carpet on it and yeah. called the light. But in terms of the... Uh, you talking about the COVID mandates? Yeah, the vaccine mandates and, and the yeah. first responders. You know, I, I think I, I understand uh, both sides. Uh, yeah, to that. me too. Me too. I'm not yeah. sitting here taking a side either. I just... Yeah, I, I, uh, I understand the fear um, mm -hmm. with um, not knowing, you know, what, what you're what you're taking, what you're putting into your body and stuff like that and having ownership over like what I should be able to do and not lose my job Yeah. Um, as a result of not wanting to have that, you know, but... At the same time, I, I, you know, I can also see the other side, too, where it's kind of like, you know, um, like, you know, I know, you know, people my age and stuff like that have, have a lot of kids, you know, have kids and stuff that go to school. And I see a lot of them that have that position, you know, uh, even some that are in, in law enforcement and, and, uh, and, you know, that are nurses and stuff like that and first responder community that uh, they have kids, man, that go and they, you know, you go to school. You have to have a series like a list this long of vaccines, vaccines and 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 all these you know uh, you know tetanus and yeah. chicken pox and all these kind of things that you know nobody made an issue about. Now it's an issue, and they're saying you know hey this particular one I have a problem with. Now I know anybody of views is going to be like oh no, but it's because of, you know and everybody wants to get in a debate about it. But to me it doesn't make a lot of sense. I haven't had heard many viable arguments to the contrary that's convinced me to think. That makes a lot of sense, man. Mm -hmm. There's people dying. I know people that have died. My mother-in-law passed away from COVID, wow. and and uh, she was a little bit more susceptible to it because she had um, she had uh, diabetes. Mm -hmm. But people live with diabetes for you know a long time, a full mm -hmm. life, decades. Right. And it was not but for you know that her getting COVID that she she ended up uh, passing away and succumbing to it. You know. Yeah. And I have a lot of friends. Um, my, you know, a, a longtime friend's little sister just passed away yesterday wow. locally here from, from COVID and she was young, man, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I think in her late twenties, early thirties, you know, and, um, I, all, all I know is that people are dying, you know, from it and it should be taken, uh, seriously. I, I do understand the personal choice and whatnot and not having it mandated. It's hard, man. So it's one of them tough debates, you know. Yeah. There, um, there's a lot of rights and there's a lot of there's a lot of wrong. So well, I think a I think a a big problem that I'm seeing, and just by just from me personally seeing what's going on in New York, you have cops who are on the subway with no mask on, and they're supposed to be masked up. And like, what yeah. I'm seeing is that you know, you know people are are like the chain of command, and you know this as being an officer. Chain of command is everything. Right. What it seems is that a chain of command is breaking down. And, yep. and and that's scary to me <laughs> because yeah, not yeah. only is a chain of command breaking down, but like supply lines are breaking down. You know, there's uh, there's things happening in China right now where we get most of our shit from that are yep. that are breaking down supply lines. So it's like you have a breakdown of chain of command. You have a breakdown of supplies. You have a breakdown. I mean, society crumbles. And so right. I, I don't know, like <laughs> you add to that conspiracy theories and oh, all the other yeah. shit flying around and there's no nobody trusts anybody anymore. nothing you can't <laughs> so you don't trust anybody that you know of course the government's tainted and they have an agenda and everything else it's you know so you can't trust you know what <laughs> yeah. what, what you know um 
you know, anybody says, even the scientists that are telling you, you know, this is what you need to do and this, you know, I don't know, man. So I guess, again, it's it's kind of wherever you land with it, you land. I do understand people's stance on that, you know. Yeah. I'm, I I myself am, am vaccinated. I, mm -hmm. I got vaccinated. I wanted to, you know, yeah. that was my own personal choice. Yeah. Um, and, and I think and, people should. If they want to get vaccinated, you should go and get vaccinated. There's yeah, no reason. Man. They yeah. fucking work. Go get vaccinated. If you don't, yeah, man. I'm not I'm not going to hate he, you if you don't. I don't sweat that. Yeah. He, I'm, he, I'm not vaccinated. He didn't. Not, you know, that's, <clears> right. That's You're vaccinated, so you're not worried about you shouldn't be yeah. worried about it. That's yeah. what it's so weird yeah. about it is like I'm you're vaccinated. Why are you worried about what other people are doing? Unless exactly. if you're vaccinated, you could still get deathly ill. Hmm. Right. That's interesting. Right. But yeah. uh <laughs> uh I COVID, man, but it, and uh yeah. my parents are vaccinated, they caught it as well. Mm -hmm. Um my mom actually got it twice. Yeah. So while she was vaccinated, mm -hmm. so yeah, I mean, yeah, they don't make a great case. I, I'm, they're, they're not really <laughs> great at persuading people of why they should get it. But I suggest that people get it, especially if you're high risk. Like, or yeah, honestly, right. go talk to your doctor because there are adverse effects that are being counted out there. But go talk to your doctor. That's the person you should talk to. The person with the history yeah. of your medical uh, life, you know, like they know yeah. what's good for you. They know where you've been. Go ask them. Go talk to those sons of bitches. Don't listen to me. Don't I, listen to don't, Mosaic. Listen yeah, we don't fault doctor. anybody for getting or yeah, not getting yeah. them, man. You know what I mean? Wait, but it's so weird that it's turned into that. You know, it's turned into this, like, I hate you. Or, like, you see these TikTok yeah. videos where people are like, I'm not sitting next to this guy because he's unvaccinated. Or, like, you know, I hope all I hope all you unvaxxers die. You know, like, there's this. That's, uh, that's the thing. Exactly, man. People yeah. can't fucking disagree with each other no more. <laughs> where, where, I mean, when has this ever happened? You know what I mean? I mean, like, I mean, to this scale. And Damn. it's like, yeah, you don't think like I think, then I, you know, I can't talk. I'm writing you off. And families that have broken up over <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking, and I'm I like, can't really? Think. You're gonna, you know, that's that's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I, I know each side likes to call each other the sheep, you know, <laughs> and and following like cattle. To yeah. me, that's you know, if you're doing, if you're falling into that, and you're and you're allowing this these political stances to kind of break you up from mm. your family and friends, and your circle. I don't, I don't know who, who wins in that scenario. Nobody. Yeah. We, no. We've had arguments too, bro, you know, but at the end of the day, it's just like, I mean, who's right, you know? Yeah. You know, it, there's so much fucking deception, you know? It is. Everywhere. Like, you have to have a disagreement and be able to listen to one another, you know, listen to the other person's side. Exactly. And then if you agree to disagree, cool. But, I mean, we can still, we can still hang. We can still be, yeah. you know, family. Exactly. We can still be friends. We can still, you know, yeah, uh, function and whatnot. So. Yeah, man. I'm with yeah, you. And, and that's what's so great about the reggae vibes is, is that's the vibe. It's just like we can just fuck. Let's just be one. Let's just okay, let's yeah. just be one. By the way, I, I don't mean to break up the love fest, but you mentioned you know <laughs> mistrust in our in our in our scientists, our leading scientists. Did you guys see that they're 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 torturing puppies? <laughs> They're oh my God! No. Yeah, the Fauci and the NIH in South America are funding beagles, so they put the beagles' heads into these little netted traps, and then they unleash um, sand flies and let the sand flies eat their heads alive uh, for testing for for science and to to make sure that they don't have to hear the puppies yelp. They they cut their vocal cords so. 
that's what our lead scientist is doing Crazy. right now, friends. Yeah. Friends, family. Our lead scientist is torturing puppies in South America. So Nuts. let that rest on your ears. Um, so, yeah, man, I, uh, I, I'm really digging what you guys are doing. And, and you know, like I, I fucking love Ian's sensibility in the studio and like what he does with bands and, and music and stuff. Um, our bands, our first two albums, Skanks Root Projects, was was produced by Ian. Ian Young. I'm talking about Ian Young right now and Roots Musician yeah, Music. Uh, what, what, uh, what brought you to Ian? What, how did you guys start linking up with Ian and, and start working together? Um, we, uh, we were always, always fans of his back when he was still with the uh, tribal seats Yeah, and, uh, they came through here. Um, the, the, the biggest venue, uh, used, used to be uh, here was, uh, the date shed. Oh, is that gone now? And Indio. Uh, well, not necessarily gone. There might be a new, um, you know, a new oh, it might be a new ownership team. I guess that's yeah. running it. Uh, basically, uh, it was it was sold. The whole property. Uh, oh, was, even the polo grounds was taken over by the whole. All the polo grounds were taken over oh. by Golden Voice now. Oh, jeez. Waiting to hear. They're, they're probably going to do some big things. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, there, we're waiting to hear how how all that's going to play out. But uh, it, I would imagine it'll be something. You know. Yeah. Now, um, and and if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, we're actually talking about uh, the date shed was a uh, was a venue, a small venue next to the polo grounds where the festival Coachella takes place yes. every year. So um, the polo grounds is where the concert takes place, and right next door on the grounds is like a restaurant and a bar and like a music, another a smaller music venue. So it's a it's a yeah. cool little spot. So um, that's what we're talking about, the place where Coachella happens. But right. uh, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Woo! So we we uh, <laughs> we met him uh, we met him there uh, backstage mm -hmm. and we got to talking to stuff and we were telling him about what we were doing and stuff and, and uh and he was like, Yeah man, if you ever you know, you, you guys, you know, need some tunes produced, this is what I do, blah blah blah. And then it just kinda started from there. And oh, that's then, dope. when myself and Noel started refining our music and stuff. Um, we gave him a call. We set things up, and and uh, we've pretty much been with him ever since. Um, yeah. So yeah, we just uh, dropped our last single with it. We did. We normally recorded there with our first EP. We recorded everything there at the uh, Imperial Sound Studios. Mm -hmm. And um, but we uh, this last time because of COVID and whatnot, um, he encouraged us to just kind of create our own studio. So that's what we're setting in right now. Oh, that's and cool. Just sent him uh, the stems. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, and he uh, he produced that. You know, he, wow. he uh, mastered and whatnot. So, yeah. how much knowledge did you guys have of recording before you guys started setting up your studio? Zero, zero. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah. Ian's been awesome, man. He's been a, like our mentor. You know, mm. he's been like helping us out. You know, every step of the way. So, we, you know, that guy has been. He's been he's been amazing, man. Ian and YouTube. <laughs> yep. <laughs> YouTube University. Cosmic Academy. Yeah. Shouts to Cosmic Academy, man. And we're 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 still <laughs> learning, man. It's, it's it's tough, man. No, I feel you, man. It's a lifelong pursuit uh, to get a good capture and uh, let alone like mix and master it to sound beautiful and ready, radio ready, right? Or Spotify ready or whatever. I don't know. Radio ready doesn't even make sense anymore. <laughs> like, right. no one cares about the radio. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. I mean, you get the, your yeah, twenty-minute yeah, songs, ten-minute songs. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that. I love. I love that. That openness. Um, so, so what? What? Uh, what has your experience been then with Ian? Like, what? What? Uh, you know, what? What are the big takeaways that you've 
you know, taken away from working with someone who was like, and, and if anybody doesn't know Ian Young, and Ian Young is a, he was a keyboard player for Tribal Seeds, who's a huge Cali, ba- a Cali reggae band, they're nationwide, um, but uh, uh, he uh, he's produced a lot of bands, like Innovision, he produced ours, he's produced yeah. for um, Josh Heinrichs, Ayaterra, yeah. I- 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 uh, I- right? Didn't he do yeah. theirs? Yeah. So he's done a lot, a lot, a lot in the, especially in the Cal Roots uh, scene. So, what was it? You know, how was your experience, and what were some big takeaways? You know, Ian, um, and he, and he has his own, his own uh, band, makes his own. He always, he, I think, he always has done his own solo yeah. stuff, and he does that a lot live now, man. So, shouts to Ian, hell yeah, and Imperial Sound Band. Yeah, you know, those guys are awesome, man. So yeah, bad catch, boys. They're they're touring a lot, man. So, um, but he. Um, that guy really mentored us, man. I mean, we we uh, that was our first foray into uh, recording was mm-hmm. with him, and um, and he helped us a lot. We you know we had our songs. We were pretty tight on on our songs. We went in there with a prepared you know product, yeah. And we went in there and cut an EP. Uh, it was man, it was back in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, yeah. And um, and it came out in two thousand eighteen, I believe. But yeah, we we. Um, he he really he really you know he has a ton of experience man you can tell yeah. you he's been doing it for a long time and um, and he really helped us he is a master uh, keyboardist man definitely you know he's known yeah. for, he's known for the melodica which he's he's the best in the business of that yeah but uh, but he is a masterful uh, pianist and keyboardist yeah and, and producer I mean my God like I I feel like producer is a, in a category of their own because it's like. I mean, first of all, he can play all the instruments, you know, yes, as yeah. well. So like wow. that already makes him, you know, a beast. But then, but then to have an ear, to be able to like put together <clears throat> a sound that is le- legitimately his own. Like he has really found his own space, his own sound, yeah. and like even w- w- I mean, like I heard "I Love" and I was like, this dude, this sounds like an Ian song. <laughs> Like I mean, like I when I started hearing you guys music, and then I heard Ian and Innovision on on Rootsy Roots, and I was like, "This has to be Ian's shit." Because there's just a certain yeah. there's a certain timbre uh, and a sure. certain tone that he captures that's very warm um, and very just chill. Like I don't know how to even explain it, but I I can hear it. You know, like, I can definitely hear it. Um, yeah, yeah there, the, he definitely has a sound of his own. So was it was it uh, easy taking the songs that you guys already had written and and sort of uh, working with Ian to to put them together for 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 the studio? Was it an easy process, or did you guys learn like, or did you guys have to like like really rearrange and focus and and change some stuff around? I feel like we when we went there, we weren't like a hundred percent with our music, mm. you know, um, with our songs. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we could play through them and we performed them a few times, you know. But I feel like they weren't like there yet, you know. And Ian really like made it super easy, and he and he he also played keys on on a couple of the tracks, and and, uh, and I think he played a, a bass line on one of them too, which was <laughs> dope, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he made it really easy, man. Like he 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 was like the the final piece and put all of that together. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. So, so you guys had like most ideas sort of mapped out, but but the details were sort of fuzzy still. And yeah, and he yeah. kind of he kind of took what we had. Like I said, we we went in there uh, pretty prepared with what we had. Mm-hmm. You know, 
but the the, uh, the raw elements of the song. Yeah, we knew him well, and we went in there and we recorded. We, our timing was good, everything. But he basically polished it up, man. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, and prepped yeah. it and made it ready for for uh, for the recording, you know, process and whatnot. And that was awesome, man, because I mean that's what we needed. And, yeah, and that's what a a good producer will do. You know? and, so, and that probably helped you guys in in. F going forward in writing and stuff uh, too oh definitely, definitely. Man. yeah yes. it's a big help yes so now we know a little bit more what he's looking for what we need to going forward mm -hmm. um these next couple songs we're, we're we're gonna kind of um uh experiment a little bit you know they they have a little bit different elements i mean most of a lot of ian stuff he runs the gamut but it's it's very uh, uh roots driven yeah you know what i mean very melodic and stuff like that and that's primarily been us but uh, we have some other elements in in some of these new songs that uh, you know have a little bit more of a hip hop feel to them, and uh, we're going to kind of experiment with some different producers now. Mm. Nice, so, nice. Yeah. It, I, I know you're talking about uh, a new video, right? Like you guys are gonna you're talking about going out to New York, right? Was that what did was that? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, we're trying to go. Um, what late December, early uh, early January, early January. Yeah, oh, yeah to go out. Good luck going to New York in January. Yep. Yeah, man. yeah. I'm not. I'm not even used to it, man. I'm a, I'm a desert rat, bro. Yeah, so. dude. I was gonna say Coachella is way different from New York in the winter. We're hoping to do a lot of it indoors. No. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. No, we're gonna be recorded outside today, folks. <laughs> Just dust the snow off the board and go. We're gonna take a look at it, man. But yeah, hopefully we record it really fast. Yeah. Oh yeah, because this is gonna be a music video, or this is gonna be a uh, studio time. No, that's gonna be it's gonna be the video. We uh, we uh, we're linking up with uh, uh, Jeff Pliskin of Race Fist Propaganda. Okay. And um, and that and he shoots man so many Ray's Fist. so many uh, uh, big artist uh, videos you know and he's uh, he's actually uh, I think he he manages uh, Young Dirty Bastard, Old Dirty Bastard son, son. from Wu Tang Clan. Okay. He shot some of their videos and stuff, oh, but he dope. shot, I, I want to say, from Slightly Stupid to you name it, man. Yeah. Fortunate Youth, he does a lot of their videos. Yeah, his, 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 so, his gear gets around. Like, you see his gear all over the place. Yeah, we have, uh, we yeah. have a, a shirt. Yeah, right I, have, there. I have a couple shirts that have raised fist on. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He does. He's, he's done so he's based in New York? He's, he's based in New York, yeah. Like yeah, in the so, city uh, or in, in, like, in, like, I, I want to say he's in he's in uh, Long Island, perhaps. Long Island. I, I'm not quite sure. We haven't gone there yet, but I right think on. he's in Long Island. But dude's what, awesome. He gets what, around, man. He comes out here during the summer. Mm. You know, what so. made you want to work with Jeff and 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 like go to New York instead of just you know finding someone local where you're at? Well, we we just shot a, a uh, our video. It's going to be coming out for I Love uh, mm. here in Coachella with uh, uh, Christy Love. Yeah, uh, Christy Love. I'm sorry, Christy, Christy Rose. Christy I'm sorry. Rose. Christy <laughs> Love, baby. I love. I, said, I love Christy. Christy Rose. Yeah. Uh, of uh, and I, you know, top. And, uh, top. You know you. Her, yeah, from Top Shelf. Yeah. And um, sorry, from NPR good. now, which is awesome. Man. She's on NPR now. Yeah, no, she does a noteworthy. Uh, what's what is the acronym for? Oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Noteworthy press. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, and so she does. Uh, um, I didn't know you guys had an acronym for it already. <laughs> no, she's she's doing our, our uh, PR as well. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. She came and shot out, shot a video for us. Wow. And uh, so that's going to be coming out in a couple weeks mm -hmm. um, for I Love. Mm -hmm. And then uh, so this one we had talked with Jeff uh, back. We played a festival in Arizona, uh, the Viva Arizona Fest back. When, when was that? Last 
around this time last year, maybe a little bit. Yeah, I think yeah. So, yeah. And um, we uh, we went out there and, and we got linked up and we were introduced to him by uh, a friend of ours, Steve Stoddard, that we have in, in common. Yeah, Steve. I and uh, and he linked us up uh, with with Jeff, man. And so he, he was going to shoot a video for us out here, but just with, with schedules and whatnot. He and I have never been to New York, and we're like, screw it, man. Let's go shoot it out there. Nice you know? don't. And uh, I have an aunt that lives about two, a uh, little over two and a half hours away in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So we're going to make a vacation out of it, but, you know, hey. you know, I, I think Jeff is actually a teacher, too. Oh, okay. So we have to go according to his schedule as well, too, man. <laughs> so we're going to try and link it. We still don't have the exact date we're going to shoot, but uh, hopefully that'll be out by early early spring, you know. So, oh yeah, April April 2022. Stay tuned for something coming from Viva 100. All right, let's go. Peace. Uh, did Zeke Keely? Let's go. Um, the oh shit, what was I gonna say? I forgot. That's what that's what chat does to me. I, I look over at chat, read it, and then I'm just I'm just off <laughs> to the races. I have no idea what we're even talking about. Uh, but but uh, the with the with going out to New York, is there like a, is there is there like a certain backdrop that you're hoping to capture, or is there a certain feel or idea that you're trying to pursue with the concept of the video? We haven't uh, because we're just recording it right now. Mm. Um, we haven't uh, fully like storyboarded uh, this one. He he shoots kind of a, a guerrilla style. He has a style that he shoots, and it's kind of you know the camera's in your face mm. and you're doing whatnot. So I, there's not. Too much, and, and I'm kind of ignorant to it, so I don't want to misspeak, Jeff, if I'm saying that wrong. But from the videos that I've seen, a lot of it's just that dope old school style, man. Yeah, like, like in the I, face, like urban. Urban, yeah, 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 man, and it's dope, man. He has his very a style unto his own, and uh, he's you know he's he's one of the top dudes out there, man. So he's you know we're we're definitely an amazing company, and we're we're blessed that he's even <laughs> shooting it for us. But um, we haven't fully like storyboarded, basically. Uh, because of what the song uh, is about, we're going to try and capture some kind of imagery showing, you know, what better place in New York, showing the industrial age and the birth of, you know, what, what uh, you know, these ideas that came to fruition, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's, again, what the song the song is about. So anything that illustrates that, per se, we're, we're probably going to have um, in the video, yeah. you know. So we're, we'll try and keep the locations to a minimum, but... Uh, you know, that's kind of our, our idea is having some, you know, there's nothing but amazing backdrops in New York. So, yeah, um, for sure. What choices we're going to make. But yeah, we, ha we haven't storyboarded it yet. Dude, I, I don't even know what New York's going to be by the time you guys get out there. Oh, it's going to be white, I think. Very, very white. <laughs> very cold. Yeah, cold, man. Cold. Yeah. And, and hopefully, hopefully, like, hopefully uh, the citizens of New York are, are somewhat... Uh, uh, put together and not like burning everything down because god damn it <laughs> yeah I just, I just feel like shit is popping honestly it just feels like new york is running on momentum right now it's just like people are just honestly we're going to work because that's what normal is but nothing's yeah, normal yeah, exactly. everything feels fucking weird like the, no one's listening to no one you know like it's just just it's a weird place right now and um, I think it's cool that you guys are gonna go capture it in in this moment in time, you know, like this this moment. How was uh how was the pandemic for you guys creatively? It it was pretty good, man. I mean, we put yeah 
you know, most of our, our stimulus checks into into this right here. So, <laughs> so goddamn right. Yeah, but that's um, it, man. yeah, no, it's been it's it's been uh, it's been pretty good, you know, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, considering. But uh, yeah, we we've we built this, you know. We're trying to get new music out, and we're getting getting all our shit together. Yeah, you know, social media wise and stuff, and you know, we've been really horrible with that stuff. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, it's 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 hard, but. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're getting it together, man. Slowly but surely. Were, were you guys, uh, were you guys working throughout the whole pandemic? Or I know a lot of people were off some of it, but like, were you guys like working day jobs or stuff during the pandemic or throughout the? We, we both, we both got la- uh, laid off. I got laid off um, from 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 my job. So I take, uh, you know, I took some side jobs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I do uh, some drywall, nice. uh, work and stuff like that. So I've done that, but for the most part. Um, we we just took that time to to write, you know. Yeah. We we have enough for a full length album, but we're kind of just dropping singles and stuff like that. So we use the majority of the time to to do this, mm. make our our boom boom room here <laughs> the, uh, with that with our stimulus <laughs> checks, and then to uh, and then to write our music, you know. Yeah, yeah. So is that the strategy then? You guys are looking more into just releasing singles as we go, or are you guys? I I know you guys mentioned the EP, but like. Why not a full length drop um, rather than you know the, the single drops? Oh, at at some point we may do that uh, collectively. We mm. we have a lot of music now, mm. but uh, we we want to just keep putting uh, content out there um, and uh, and kind of stay relevant, you know. So where we you know every few months we want to be dropping a single, and then uh, and then once you know we get maybe sometime at midpoint next year we might we might be looking at uh, putting together a full length album. And include some of those singles on that on that uh, track on that album rather. Right on. It, it, um, <clears throat> are you guys are, are you guys uh, hitting the road at all? Are you guys going to be playing outside of Coachella at all? Uh, we're planning on it, man. Um, come like you know early next year. Um, yeah, that's what we're planning on doing. Like going on a little you know mini tour, I guess mm-hmm. you know to to get out there and, and play. Um, we really want to get out of the valley. You know, we love it here. You know, we got our fan base here, but we're really trying to connect with you know everybody out outside yeah. of the valley. You know, it's sure build it up. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're starting to book uh, some dates. Uh, you know, the beauty is we, we're two hours away in in any direction from uh, from LA. We're two hours away from San Diego, the huge markets OC. Yeah. Um, and so uh, San we're starting to do, not too far, as yeah. we speak right now. We're starting to book dates in um, early 2022. Mm. Um, for you know, for some for some shows at some of the mainstays there, um, and then hopefully, hopefully, uh, be able to link up and run support for uh, some of the bigger yeah, bands uh, yeah. before long. You know, That's yeah. the plan. so and Zeke Keeley and Mosaic need to fucking do a, a co-headlining tour. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we're ready, man. Yeah. We, those are our boys, man. The desert yeah. roses meet. <laughs> that's it man yeah those are our homies yeah man, no so. they're cool as fuck yeah we we played with them cool. uh, where the fuck did we play with them at we played with them it's not ricky's place it was uh the place in phoenix what's the joint over there i can't remember oh well uh yeah awesome dudes totally fucking awesome uh yeah. the the so so what do you got booked so far like where what cities are you looking at so far uh, well, so we're, we're looking at, um, at, uh, the holding company in San Diego, nice. uh, Winston's right now. Nice. Um, and then, uh, they're not inked yet, so we don't have the exact dates. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then uh, going to be trying to look at like the mint in LA. Um, you know, oh, just nice. different different places we can get in belly up. You know, uh, you know, just different places like that. Yeah. And try and go. Uh, you know, head up north, wherever really anywhere that we can play. You know. Yeah. And we uh, a lot of it we're kind of subject to the schedules of of our uh, of our hired guns, so to speak. You know, yeah. but we have you know a pretty good. Uh, you know, ro rotation of, of, of musicians that we uh, that we can we can use. We have the guys that we like uh, using. One of our fellas is um, uh, John um, what's Landry. That? Landry, I'm yeah. sorry, from Roots of Mine. Mm. He's the lead singer of Roots of Mine, oh, cool. and a uh, guy is amazing, man. Great, great musician. He's also a solo artist as well, mm. and uh, that that guy is fantastic, man. So we're very very happy to have him uh, on board with this. Uh, for the shows, but again, it's it's kind of a, you know, it's a scheduling thing, you know, and trying to see what fits everybody's schedule because these guys play in other bands as well, you know. Yeah, totally. No, that that's hard, man. That's really hard because that's what I was. I was just a hired gun who, who would play and then you know play with Skanks Roots, but I was with everybody everywhere. So yeah, it, it's hard, man. It's it's hard to put. What has it been hard to? find a solid group of guys to uh to play with uh, I, mean, I know coachella in in the valley you know it, it's big but like where you guys are at is there a you know is there a lot is there a big pool of musicians to choose from or is, is it kind of it's, slim pickings it's it's pretty slim man you know especially yeah. guys that, that want to play you know reggae and shit like yeah. we do you know but yeah it's 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 kind of tough out here man i think three Three out of the five guys were were from out of town, so yeah, man. Yeah, one being in Phoenix, the other ones in like, in, in L.A. L.A. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty tough out here. Yeah, it's tough out here in the desert, son. <laughs> yeah, um, man. <laughs> Jeff, that's uh, Eddie Blunt and Chris Murray. Those two were in High Tide, and Sam Sam was in High Tide a little bit too. Um, so i'm just answering a question here uh well gentlemen i really do appreciate you guys sitting here and chatting it with me is there any final words final thoughts uh anything coming up that we should know that we didn't cover that uh, this is your time to shine my friends sweet man well just uh we're, we're super grateful to you man for having yeah, us on of course. and uh had a ton of fun man uh we um uh, just look for us on on our uh, on all our social media. Everything is uh, Mosaic Music uh, or Mosaic Official. Um, at uh, it's our Instagram, Facebook. Uh, yeah, pretty much everything except for our website. Our website, mosaicmusic.com. Mosaic yeah, but um, yeah. So we're trying to trying to be more relevant. Trying to stay stay out there, you know, social media wise. So mm. look out for us. Look out for us. <laughs> we have all of our music on all on all uh, the common platforms. We're on yeah. Spotify. Apple Music, Amazon, uh, Deezer. Um, yeah. So yeah, look for us YouTube. You know, everywhere. So uh, look for our, our newest single is "I Love," and then be on the lookout in a few months, man. We're gonna be dropping uh, "Brainchild" is our next one up. So hell yeah! Well, gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time, and I'll be in touch with you guys. Thank you so much, Mosaic. I appreciate y'all coming on the show. You guys were great. Again, their new single is I Love. Go check out Mosaic on all their links and social medias. All can be found in the show notes. So go click around and be somebody. 
Alright guys, that's about it from me. Remember, we uh, we stream on Twitch two days a week, Mondays and Fridays, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So come on through and be a part of the conversation, won't you? Uh, also, I wanted to say that me and my son do a father and son stream. Uh, he, his, he goes by Saucy Chicken Nugget with one N. Uh, on Twitch, on YouTube, and go check us out. We've been updating the stream. We stream on the weekends. It's kind of, the schedule's kind of weird on the weekends, but uh, usually we try to do it sometime like late morning. So come on through, it's a good time. We do like freestyle raps. We tell dad jokes. We play Minecraft and shit. It's dope. All right, guys. We will see you on Friday with Carreo. Oh my God, I'm saying that so terribly. But they are a fantastic couple of peeps. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Be careful out there, everyone. Be good to your fellow human beings. And of course, H.J.'s for everybody. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. <laughs>